Welcome to The Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me again. And for those of you who caught up with Angie and I in the last episode, as you know, um, we're trying to keep our episodes a little bit shorter just for people to be able to conserve their time. So we did actually go a bit longer and we decided to make it into two episodes. So if you missed the first one, make sure that you skip back. Um, But we've been basically talking about the sales strategy. And so we've covered a little bit of the topic. So we talked about what is a sales strategy? What's the importance of having a sales strategy? strategy and the importance of following up and so today or now we're going to be continuing on with this um, the rest of this topic where we're going to talk a little bit more about the follow-up process also the importance of being found online and um, and also what the difference is between sales and marketing so make sure you jump back and listen to that but if you decide not to this is Angie everybody (laughs) hi everyone thanks so much for joining us again for um, our second edition of this and I think you hope you have fun and just get inspired to um, you know take a look at your business and uh, grow a bit excellent sounds fun all right let's jump into it so do you want to talk a little bit about the, um, about the follow-up process? Yes. yes. <laughs> so I love follow-ups. Yeah. I think there is a massive thing about follow-ups and it's, they're typically ignored. Yeah. Um, so I kind of mentioned them a bit earlier, but yeah. basically all a follow-up is, is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. It's following up to see what's happening with a potential client or an yeah. existing client. Yeah. So all it is, is creating that process that you call them and see how it's going. If you have a new potential client, call them and see Mm. what they thought of your proposal or see what's happening in their lives. If it's an existing client, do they need more or less services from you? It can be as complex or as simple as you want it to be, the whole process, but you need to have the process to check in. It's basically just a check-in system. Especially with bookkeeping as well. I think that the sales process, it can be quite long. Like you can get Mm -hmm. a phone call um, and then not hear from the person for three months sometimes. Like some people are like, I'm ready now, but other people, you know, there's different timelines. Everybody's on their own timeline. And mm-hmm. sometimes, and that fo- doing that follow-up gives you the opportunity for that person to come and say, actually, I'm a bit busy right now. Can I get back in touch with you next month or something like that? And then, um, you and know. Then yeah. don't wait for them to get back in touch with you. Wait yeah. the month. And, yeah. then and then follow the them up. <laughs> follow them up and call yeah. them and go, oh, you know, last time we spoke, you mentioned you were going to call me, but I figured you're too busy doing what you do. So I yeah. thought I'd give you a call and just, just catch up. Even doing that, like that reduces the need to actually try to sell because I can tell you, like I've had a lot of business owners call me and say that they've, you know, sent website inquiries or called bookkeepers and then nobody ever got back to them. They never heard anything. So sometimes like, yeah, you know, sometimes you'll win the job because nobody else is getting back or they're just getting order responders and stuff like that and that's why we're doing this podcast Ah, 
yes, I knew there was a reason. Light bulb moment. <laughs> um, so yeah. No, and there's there's actually so many different ways that you can implement a follow-up system. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you can do something as simple as having a table in Excel or Google yeah. Documents. Yeah. Or you can do something. Or Airtable. Or free Airtable. version. Yes. <laughs> I'll put a link in the comments. I love yes, it. Absolutely. And basically what these kind of platforms can do and what Airtable is really good at doing mm. is we call it in the profession, it is a customer <laughs> relationship management. Yes. So it's a CRM. Yes. And the best way you can follow up is by having your own version. It can be whatever application you want mm -hmm. of a CRM. Yep. And it's good for existing or new mm -hmm. clients. It's mm -hmm creating that reminder system to actually call them and catch up to see what's happening. And, you know, having the best kind of um, CRM systems actually allows you to have notes in there so that you can remember when it's their birthday or if they just went on holidays, because mm -hmm. if they went on holidays, chances are they're not going to make any decisions about getting mm -hmm. a new bookkeeper until they yeah. catch up from being on holidays. <laughs> Um, so it just really helps remember who your clients are and what's happening in their world. So you can be a bit more empathetic to what's happening to them. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a few different ones out there that are really either there's free versions like Airtable, you know, Excel is free. Google, um, what's, what's it called in Google, Google, Google Sheets. Google Sheets. The that's spreadsheet. It. Yeah. yeah. The spreadsheet. And then there's also ones that you can pay monthly or yearly fees that are really cost effective. Yeah. I think active but, campaigns are cheap, a more affordable yes. one, a low priced CRM. Yes. There's another couple of ones. I don't know the price points, but there's PipeDrive. I know Pipe a lot of is the leading. Is that a big expensive. one? expensive. Yeah. It's one of the ones that's yeah. not as high in price point. I have in the past worked with it before for a few different clients mm -hmm. and um, it's a much more cost effective and yeah. it just keeps things organized. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Mainly if you HubSpot don't- HubSpot has a free version, yes. but upgrading to the paid version is probably not really um, reasonable for bookkeepers yes. depending on the size, but they have a free version. Um, There's I mean, Monday. Monday does a really yep. fairly priced one as well. Teamwork, um, which is the platform that mm -hmm. we're using. We don't use their CRM because we're on HubSpot, but they Teamwork have they um, of quite a basic CRM, which is all bookkeepers really need. So. And that I was just going to say, you don't need, so, you know, unless you are a large bookkeeping business and you mm -hmm. have multiple employees, yep. you don't need the big ones yep. like HubSpot or anything like that. Mm -hmm. All you need, especially when it's just you, you just need one of the simple ones where you can tell which ones are your leads, where they are yep. in your actual sales strategy and places to keep your notes and reminders yep. to actually exactly. call and follow them up. So it doesn't need to be this massive expense to do yep. it, but yep. they just help create the follow-up process to help you really grow and create that implementation mm. to know what's happening in your client's lives like what's yeah. happening in their business if exactly a client has you know it's a let's say it's a small business the owner is 
works by itself. Let's mm-hmm. say it's a tradie and their mom has come with cancer. Yeah. So realistically, they're not going to be able to work as much. Yeah. So you need to be able to call them as a bookkeeper and go, okay, so let's go over your cash flow, make a plan to help grow and keep your business going while you're doing other things with your life. And that's, you know, for any bookkeeper that has a business that for some reason or another, isn't going to be able to work the way it normally does. It's so important that you're able to comfortably follow up with them and create the alternatives, create the worst case scenarios. So Mm -hmm. it's there, there's a plan there and that's done through your follow-up processes. Um, that's right. So important because, you know, there's always something happening, you know, it's, you know, I know just my personal life, my partner has a really successful business, but when his mom came, he, she basically had 10 years of dementia happen within a couple months. Yeah. He couldn't do what he was usually doing and his Mm -hmm. bookkeeper didn't come in and kind Mm -hmm. of go, okay, let's create a plan for this. So your cash flow can still be positive while you're paying your employees Mm -hmm. yeah that's right if you do take the initiative and show that you care about your clients businesses it goes a long way and it really Mm. helps them instead of one day having to close their doors yes yeah that's right exactly exactly and so we talked a little bit um before um about you know people finding you via your website or being found online so do you want to talk a little bit about um the importance of being found online and social media and then how sales and marketing actually relate together because most people think of sales and marketing as the same thing but they're actually different. it is not <laughs> no. yes, it's not and i you know after all years i've been so passionate about both of these sectors and yep. especially i find it so interesting with bookkeepers is that marketing is not just marketing it is digitally digital marketing and bookkeeping is one of the amazing industries that it can all be done online now and it's so important and the digital marketing is actually where you get your lead generation mm-hmm. um so there's it's another like, word another lead like leads lead generation that's another sales yes. and marketing. Oh, yes. So Lingo. what is lead generation? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so lead generation is basically, so the word lead is your potential new clients yep. and generation is creating new potential clients. So that's Ooh. all that is. <laughs> yeah. So let's think of it like yeah. that. So lead generation, by getting that, you can use social media, you can use your own website. You can use Google. There's so many things. You can even go on things like Airtasker or, um, you know, different services like OneFlare or, you mm-hmm. know, even just, you know, Facebook is amazing. Like the mm-hmm. things that you can do now and all of that being able to be found online yep. is so important. Yes. And it's definitely has nothing to do with sales. It's the step before you can get the sale. Yes, that's right. They're kind of a revolving thing. So first you want to make sure your digital marketing is in place so that you can get people coming to you. And then you want to have your sales strategy so that they can actually understand what you do and so that they want to stay with you. 
Mm, I love it. And yeah. And I think doing that groundwork in the sales strategy, like developing your pitch, like being able to clearly articulate what you do, who you do it for, why you do it, and even a little bit on how you do it, um, you know, to be able to, um, you know, I think if that work groundwork hasn't been done, then it's going to be, you know, it's going to be the same as what Kate Toon joked about last week in our podcast. Anybody with a, um, anyone with a wallet and a heartbeat, they come along and we just take on anyone or like also someone will say, Oh yeah, like I, you know, I want to get some social media off the ground or I want to be doing this. And then I say, well, you know, like who's your target market? Like who are we actually, you know, what are we like, not just what are we pitching, but who are we pitching it to? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think once you get more clear about those things, you can like flat out be able to say, I'm not going to waste my time on this particular platform because I know those type of people are not there, exactly. for example. So it just helps exactly. so much to have that. So that's, yeah. I actually love Kate Toon's um, episode it's last right? week. Oh my gosh. Oh my yeah. God. Yes. Thank you for yes. saying that. Yeah. Um, but basically with all of that, I have four tricks Mm-hmm. And the first one is the most important. It's something that I know Savvy and you are really passionate about is having a business plan. I don't care how amazing your <laughs> business plan is in your head. Get him, Angie, it, get him. <laughs> <laughs> unless I'm it is going on written it. down yeah. and actually officially out of your head, officially out there, yeah. you're not going to be able to create a marketing plan, a sales mm-hmm. plan, a pitch, any of it. Because you need to properly be able to communicate. You need to be able to give your business plan to someone else, mm-hmm. them read it and understand what you're doing. Yeah. Because in your business plan, you basically uh, do your pitch. Yeah. You go through what you do for your clients. You yeah. go through your marketing plan. You mm-hmm. go through who you want your clients to be mm-hmm. and how you're going to do it. Yeah. So most of all of the work can be done in your marketing plan. Yeah so important and it's so so good just for yourself to say I know all of these things because I have it right here yeah it's so good and it helps like my my tips that I always give businesses is have a marketing plan have you know so first have a business plan have a marketing plan know your market get online and follow up Mm -hmm. you can't Mm -hmm. do any of that without doing the first step And that's all the sales strategy is, is making sure that each step of the way you can take your potential clients and your existing clients along with you. Yeah. That's really, that's all it is. (laughs) Put it in the simplest terms. You made it sound so easy. (laughs) Great. I mean, it isn't, it isn't. I mean, like doing your business plan. I, I think the problem is, so sometimes like people assume because I work with bookkeepers, that I already know their business when they come to work with me. So someone will say, Hey, like, can you do my social media marketing? And I'm like, well, I don't actually know your business, which is why I always do the upfront four sessions. So whenever someone wants to work with me, they have to go through these first introductory sections where I just like dig in to ask them a million questions. And I write down everything. Like, I mean, I don't even make my clients write stuff. They don't even have to take mm-hmm. notes. I write everything down and I extract all that information out and I get this kind of like high level overview start with that and then start to delve deeper into these other things and and some people think that because I work with bookkeepers like why are we doing all of this don't you already know bookkeepers and it's like well no because you guys wouldn't know because you're just you but every like there's such diversity in our industry it's completely 
one bookkeeper is different to the next. There might be a few similarities, but there's so many differences that I really need to, you know, actually go through that process with every single client before I can even, you know, make a recommendation kind of thing. So the way I kind of try and put it into perspective for people is cutting someone's hair. Mm -hmm. So everyone's hair is different. And it's, <laughs> yeah. um, everyone's Fluffy. hair is different and yeah. no hair, no, every hairdresser knows that you can't cut the exact same for everyone and not everyone can wear the same haircut. Yes. That Some is so people true. look horrible. With different oh my haircuts. gosh. Yes, it's exactly. For businesses, no business has the same <laughs> marketing or social structure. No business has can have the same haircut or mm -hmm. get the same cut. Everything is individual. And that's what makes businesses so special to work with yeah. is that everyone is an individual and you just have to learn what it is and then you can help support them and help them grow mm -hmm. just like your hair. Exactly. And for those of you who have not seen Angie, she has a very cool haircut, by the way. It's kind of like what, like the asymmetrical, she's got this, some like colorful tips in the end. Blue. <laughs> and I'm just thinking like, if I tried to do that haircut, like I have that, this kind of really thick hair that turns into what we call Christmas tree hair. Like if the cut, mm -hmm. like, I feel like even my current cut is just like a little bit slightly a bit more Christmas tree-ish than than last time but um yeah like some yeah, people I have very thin hair like yeah. it's one of those things when I was young I used to have really long hair because yeah. I thought it was beautiful yeah. and then I got my hair cut off one year and I was like oh my gosh I look so yes. much better I should never have long hair again <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's... that's the same for some businesses some businesses yeah. might think that all of their customers are just are the in their neighborhood, in their business, like in their, you know, downtown, mm -hmm. they're the same, but they're not, no, no business is the same. And, no. you know, no marketing strategy as well. I think this is what people don't get is no marketing strategy is the same. You can't do the same for SEO, which is um, mm -hmm. search engine optimization. Sorry yeah. about that. It's that the lingo. That's um, all right. Kate explained it last week. So I'll do it. <laughs> Um, and you can't do, I think the biggest pre, like misconception is social media. Mm. Social media is hundred percent, not the same for bookkeepers. There's so many different bookkeepers that you can't even say the same sentence. Yeah. You have to change a certain sentence for everyone because Definitely. your clients are different and what you do is different. There's yeah. some bookkeepers that like to do the, you know, business next door, best friend persona where. Mm -hmm. that's what their kind of clients are. And then there's bookkeepers that do intensely corporate personas and deal with those that's kind of right. businesses where if you put a picture of, let's say the other day, I think I posted one of me skydiving or something like that. Mm -hmm. You could put that on the more personal bookkeeping Facebook, but no way would you put that on a corporate yes. Facebook page with corporate clients, you yeah. have to understand exactly. what's the correct approach. And by having your sales and marketing strategy and your business plan, you know what you can and can't do because it's yeah. there, it's written down. Yes. It's so true. Yeah. Like sometimes, yeah. So like sometimes people that I work with, they say, oh, like, I'd love to reposition myself and maybe get a bit more into consulting work, or they might want to, you know, work with bigger clients and move away from these small quarterly clients and things like that. But then 
you know, the messaging needs to align with that. Otherwise people, yeah, the type of clients that you're wanting to work with, they won't really necessarily pay attention. Exactly. And one thing we haven't really mentioned, I'll do it really quick, but (laughs) websites. Yes. You need to have a website for one so that Mm -hmm. people can look up who you are, whether Mm -hmm. it's a tradie or it's a multi-million dollar business. Everyone wants, that reassurance that you're a real business with a background, with clients, with reviews, with, you know, substance. And that's what a website can create. Mm -hmm. And it makes it so much easier to have the sales strategy with the website and the marketing. So it's all in one place. And it's something that your possible clients can go to, to learn more. So you don't have to educate. I know I was about to say, it saves you from explaining things. (laughs) It saves you over and over and over again. Oh, just go to this page, check this out. It saves it. And it just really, really helps to have Mm -hmm. one. Um, so it's definitely an investment. Oh, I love my website. That's where I've got all my clients over all my years of working in business. Because mm-hmm. people say, there's a bit of a thing in the industry. People go, oh, you can't get good clients from websites. They're all like bad client. They're all, you know, shopping on price and blah, blah, blah. It's absolutely so untrue that it's not funny. Like I've got it fabulous. It depends what's on your website. If that's what's on your website, Ooh. saying that you do bookkeeping or affordable bookkeeping, that's the clients you're going to be attracting. So again, yes. you need to know what. Yeah, or if you just have the most generic website yeah. ever, of course that that you're not going to get good leads. You're just going to yeah. get your tire kickers and stuff. But like, I love my clients. I've yeah. got a fantastic range of clients that have all come from my website, and yeah, that's yeah. like I get a few idiots every now and with. then. But, <laughs> but, but that's you know, you, you know who you want to work with. Yeah, and that's right. You have a really solid point of view of what needs and what pain points you're solving. Yeah. So when you have that, everything just comes so much easier True. and you don't have to deal with those clients that you don't want to work with or the employees that don't yeah. work out because they don't do anything. It's because you have that knowledge. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly. So, um, all right. Well, um, yeah, I guess, I mean, obviously, um, we're, <sighs> we've got a couple of resources that we can share with everybody. Like I wasn't, when we were planning all of this, I totally forgot about that, that masterclass that I did, but I've got that. That's all ready to go. So I can that actually go live again. I think. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, it was really quite funny talking. It actually fits in really well with what we're talking about. Cause I didn't realize when I first created this, um, masterclass, it was actually called, this is going to freak you out. No, it's not going to freak you out, but it's going to be like, it'll demonstrate the the value of a pitch, right? So when I created this first webinar, because all I wanted to do was get bookkeepers to do their business plan, because I saw on the ICB survey, the 2015 survey, that only 20% of bookkeepers running a business had a business plan. And I was so offended. I was like, oh no, how can we do this? Like, we're not practicing what we preach. Like, we've got to really get across being on top of, you know, our own businesses, if we're going to be teaching and supporting other business owners. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is my mission. My mission is for all bookkeepers to have a business plan, obviously quite broad there. And I just found, I was so excited about it. I thought bookkeepers would be excited about it as well. And they weren't interested. And I did all, anyway, so I, I, I had this masterclass and I, you know, I did have a, a, a like fair range of people that went through that, like when it first launched, but I realized many years down the track or a couple of years down the track that what I taught in that masterclass was 
how to start your business plan. And many years down the track, I've realized that what I taught in that masterclass is how to create your sales pitch, how to create your, your pitch mm-hmm. for your business and actually also define your target market and even how to pull it all together at the end so that you can actually deliver it as like you can use it as the framework for a presentation in a networking meeting or anything like that. And so I go through this process and I literally show you how to get all this information out of your head, um, kind of put it into a very, very simple format that can literally be copied and pasted onto some slides. If you have to go to a BNI group or, you know, it can be memorized if you have to do an elevator pitch or whatever they call it these Mm -hmm. days and that kind of thing. And it's like, Oh wow. Like when you see things from it. So I was just seeing it from this perspective of only, I just want bookkeepers to do a business plan, but I didn't realize that I had created this program to help you to develop the sales pitch. So it's because it's so similar, like so really, I rebranded it. Yeah, it's amazing. And like everyone says business plans and sales strategies and just strategies in general are so boring. But yeah. I actually think it's that's one of the most exciting parts of a business because mm-hmm. it's you communicating why you're passionate about this amazing thing you've created that Mm -hmm. is your business this is why you've created your business it's exciting to get it out there and to get it to be able to easily communicate it with potential people you want to work with as to why you're passionate to get them passionate to work with you exactly it's exciting it is exciting and i like the other cool thing is because i mean so i think i'm a really good salesperson for a bookkeeper but, but, but I think it's because I understand my value and I know how to actually articulate it. And I know that business owners don't care about bookkeeping. And so I've actually realized that like what I do is not really about bookkeeping. It's more about the, what they use the numbers for afterwards. And so like for me, like I started to realize that I don't do bookkeeping. I actually help small businesses to grow their profits and, and I say profits because not every business owner wants to get big. They don't want to get bigger in size, but everyone wants to be more profitable. And I help them to automate their workflow. So I help them understand their processes and I help them to, um, you know, like unlock. I actually help them to identify spots in their business where they're, it's actually bottlenecking their cash flow. Like that's what I do. So now it's like, cool, I can say I'm a bookkeeper and they go, oh, what does a bookkeeper do? And go, well, what a bookkeeper does is it helps small businesses grow their profits and unlock hidden cash flow and automate their workflows. And they're like, cool. I didn't know. Everyone should be writing that down. No, don't write it down. It's mine. It's mine. (laughs) No, I don't care if you copy it because to be honest, I have a different target market to you anyway. Yeah. So it's all And it's, it's one of those things is, you know, create that statement to make it your own because once you can put what you do in that kind of communication sense Hmm. that's when you're going to get your clients excited about working with you uh yes exactly you're putting it in terms they understand exactly and everyone's like oh yeah 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 i'd love to sort out my workflow i'd love to find more profit and cash flow in my business that sounds good Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, how you can continue to grow. And, you know, some bookkeepers, you know, you don't want to grow your business and that's fine. But again, like you just said, like any business owner, you want to make more money. Yeah. So you can do it that way by really showing your 
own. I love that. All right. Someone can have this for free. I help small businesses to make more money. Yeah. How do you do that? By making sure their bookkeeping is accurate and that their businesses are compliant and that the ATO is not going to ever audit them or take them to jail Um, or anything like that. I have had clients come to me in the past um, who are, uh, you know, getting threatened. It's a real thing. And so, yeah, you know, you can just like, yes, I love that. Someone can have that one for free. Maybe not the bit about the jail, but the first. Yeah, maybe take it the jail bit. That's that's all a sales strategy is. It's finding what you do and being able to create that sentence. And, you know, it's one of those things. I think it's exciting and I'm so passionate about being able to help people to do that because... And you don't have to be, and you don't have to be into advisory. Like I do advisory, Mm. but the thing is you don't have to be into that. Like I love Penny Carroll. If I don't know if you're listening, Penny, but Penny's really cool chick. Like she just really tells it like it is. And Penny is like, I do bookkeeping. I, I, I do my clients compliance basically. And that's, that's her value proposition. She is like, I do all of this like horrible stuff that they hate doing so they don't Mm -hmm. have to do it. Like, that's cool. And it's you, like, you don't have to have this, like, it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be advisory. It doesn't have to be helping them with their cash flow. Gosh, there's so much pressure for bookkeepers to have to know how to do budgeting and cash flow. And a lot of bookkeepers don't know how to do that. So it's just like, find what you're good at. And find what you like. I always you, what you like, convers- yes. Yeah, I always have these conversations with our clients when I'm trying to figure out how we can better help and support them. And usually most of my conversations I end up going so what do you like doing in your business like Mm. what is it that you're passionate what keeps you going and especially Mm. for the businesses who you know are having a bit of a struggle or not sure if they want to keep doing it yeah I basically break it down to well what do you love about bookkeeping Mm. what do you like doing and you know, it might be rescue jobs. Like there's a couple of our clients that they just prefer to always do rescue jobs. Yeah. I hate maintenance bookkeeping. It's so boring. (laughs) I was just going to say, and then we have the ones who only want to do the maintenance or only want to do the payroll. And that is fine. We need to work together. (laughs) Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. So put that in a way that you can say, I manage your payroll system so that you know your employees are being paid properly. Mm -hmm. They stay happy and they want to come to work every day to work for you. Yes. That's what you do. Exactly. It's, you know, think of it, what they want to hear. I love it. It's just so helpful. So like, I don't know, how would you feel about helping helping some of the some of our listeners to actually put a pitch I'd together. I love it. I, I know. Would it would be amazing. I think it would be awesome. Especially, yeah. you know, so many of our clients have such amazing businesses and mm. amazing clients that yeah. when I talk to them, it's one of those things I could see where they can go if they uh, yes. can just sort out their pitch and be able to communicate that. You just have so great. much knowledge and insight. Like even just now, like obviously I work with you <laughs> and like nearly everything you've said today has just been like, well, like even my mind is blown. And I think I'm pretty good. I read a lot. I, yeah, that's right. I, like, I think I'm a pretty good salesperson for a bookkeeper, but man, like you're, you know, you've just got so much wisdom and practical advice as well. And so obviously I'd love for people to come and do um, the, um, you know, the creating your pitch masterclass, which I'll include a link to that um, in the, in the notes. 
And, um, but the other thing I'd like to invite you to do is actually come and work one-on-one -on -one with Angie. And if you mm -hmm. do that, you'll have access to the, the recording of the Pitch Masterclass. So you'll be able to actually go through that to kind of lay the foundation. Um, but I think there's real insight for some people, you know, you can obviously, some people can just watch the Masterclass and go through. And then there's other people, if you're, if you're a bit more like me, I found myself really stuck all the time. I needed other people's perspectives as well as the mm. foundational knowledge. Like I needed the, the information, like the, the technical or the foundational information, but I needed someone else to kind of shine the light and highlight for me, like what my value actually mm. is, the stuff I can't see about myself. So, and that's, you know, I think that's something bookkeepers have a really hard issue with is because mm. you're so focused on supporting other businesses oh, no. and bookkeepers are so amazing. They're typically just so not boastworthy of what they do. Like yeah. most bookkeepers don't talk about how amazing they are and how much money they can help people save or mm. find or anything. So it typically takes that a person to come from the outside to go, yeah. okay, so tell me about your business. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can create so much just by doing that. And it's exciting to be able to do that with people. So I think it would be great Seriously. for people to come and yeah. chat with me and sort yep. that out. Yes, definitely. I think that would be, yeah, I just think that would just add so much value to our community. And for those, especially those who are sort of, you know, they might've started some of this work, but really gotten a little bit stuck on how to do that. So, mm. um, you know, we'll, we'll include um, all of the details for that. So you can, you can um, register for that. Or if you have any questions, you can actually email savvy at the savvybookkeeper.com.au and Angie will be able to answer any of your questions about that. And um, yeah, I think that's it for today. I don't even know what we're talking about next week or anything, but it's just, yeah, it's been so good to, you know, have you on to share. Yeah, it's um, been great. Ideas and um, yeah, this is really helpful. Thank you. No, thank you. I love being able to support the community. I think it's a really Definitely. special community that Savvy's created. And, mm -hmm. you know, like I said before, the more bookkeepers that we can help support and really take to the next step the more small businesses will succeed and Definitely. you know it's one of those things you know I want everyone to succeed and have yeah. a business where they come to work every day not thinking it's work I love that <laughs> uh, yeah that's the ultimate goal isn't it it's yeah. so good all right. Well, thank you for joining me and thanks everyone else for listening in. I hope that you found today really helpful. Um, if you have any questions, you can visit the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group, um, which um, after I finish talking, um, the, the, the finishing up message will tell you what the URL is for that, but just type in the Savvy Bookkeeper as well. You should be able to find us. Please ask any questions that you have or if there was any extra, you know, things that you wanted to ask for from Angie or myself, just email us at Savvy at the Savvy Bookkeeper com.au or even give us a call did you know we have yes. a phone number you could actually call us i don't know what it is but you can go on the oh, Bookkeeper. Do. <laughs> oh, what's, your, what's our phone yes. number angie um, so the phone number that comes to me every day is yep. 0383624015 and i'm basically always on it <laughs> yes that is so true yes we actually i never tell people that but we actually have a phone we actually have a phone number so yes if you and call it, you can speak I'm to angie usually the one who answers so there yes. you go. Yes, very good. Thank you. Well, thank you all for joining me and I'll see you next week. Actually, I won't see you, but you'll hear me. Until then, stay savvy.
Thank you for listening to The Bookkeeper's Voice. We'll be back next week, so subscribe to future episode notifications. Do you want to be more efficient? Get instant access to our free template of the month. Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other savvy bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy. Stay savvy.